Thanks for joining us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. Coming to you from our studios as always. And man, it's a privilege to be joined by assistant head coach, special teams coach, Darren Simmons. My definition of Darren Simmons, just a all coach. And I mean that in every positive way that it could be defined. I mean, Darren Simmons, he's detail oriented. He gets the best out of his players. He wants the best for his players. He communicates well with his players. He builds relationships with his players. His players respond to him. He's been doing it for the Cincinnati Bengals at the highest level for over two decades. Special teams are a big, big part of the game at any level of football. And the Bengals uh, this past season, three of the four uh, areas of special teams finished in the top 10, courtesy Darren Simmons and his players. Eight rookies, a bunch of them, contributed to Darren Simmons' special teams. He had rookies playing very, very pivotal spots for him for his, in his special teams. One thing you never have to worry about when you go to a Bengals game, will the special teams be prepared and ready to go? Darren Simmons is as good as it gets. What a great decision you made to join us today in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. As always, coming to you from our outstanding studios, because we have a very, very special guest, and that would be special teams coach, assistant head coach, Darren Simmons, been with the Bengals over two decades, had another phenomenal year with the Cincinnati Bengals with respect to his special teams units. Coach, appreciate your time very much. Well, as you know, it's it's always a pleasure of mine to be here, and I always enjoy talking football and just, just talking our team with you. So you give our you give our fans such great insight to you know what the inner workings of our team are and how things really are and how things really work. So so we appreciate uh, you being able to communicate to you know all of our fans that way. Very much appreciate those kind words. No question about it. You are respected around the National Football League. There is no question about it. you are the best special teams coach in the National Football League, and your team uh, performed that way in 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 phases this year as well. As always, uh, 10th in the National Football League in punt returns over 10 yards per, 6th covering punts, limiting the opponent to 7 yards per return, 2nd covering kickoffs uh, in the National Football League, and then 16th returning, but 3 of the 4 units, top 10. Satisfied with uh, what took place this year, Coach? Yeah, I, I think overall, for the most part, I, I was, was pretty satisfied with the way we did, you know. Um, I, I think the kickoff and kickoff return numbers get uh, jaded a little bit just because right. of the way the rules are this year. You know, um, we only had, I think, 12 opportunities on kickoff return the whole year, which is uh, yeah. like an all-time low. Um, and you, we just want more opportunities, you know, to affect the game. And, and when teams choose not to kick it to you and they, they choose to hit touchbacks, um, you know, it just makes it more difficult. I, I do think the weather was a factor in that, too. We, we really didn't play in any poor weather games, you know, like super windy or super cold games like we've done in the past mm -hmm. when we've had more opportunities. I just, I just think that, uh, you know, it was better weather. The kicks were traveling further. The the, the kickers are, you know, are good uh, in this league. And we just didn't give me opportunities. I, you know, I, I think that'll change going forward. I, I really believe that these 
that uh, nobody's happy with with the uh, where the game stands right now in some special teams areas, specifically the kickoff and kickoff return game. I don't think anybody's happy with the way it's going right now, and, and I certainly think there'll be a lot of changes this this offseason. Jones, as a returner, uh, finishes uh, eighth in the National Football League, 10.8 yards per punt return. Uh, of course, the 81-yard return for a touchdown, fourth longest return this year in the National Football League. What is it about him as a return guy that impresses you, Coach? Well, it's kind of the same thing that he did in college. Yeah, I think he's very decisive. You know, he uh, uh, does a really good job of, of uh, managing the play. Um, he, uh, you know, he's uh, sure-handed. Uh, I, I think he did a good job of ball handling, especially for a young guy. Um, you know, and we had a lot of young players at critical, critical spots. I think that was one one of the things this year I was probably most proud of is, is uh, you know, we had rookie gunners the whole the whole damn season. Um, we, we ended the year with a rookie kickoff returner. We have a rookie punter. We have a rookie punt returner. We have a second-year snapper. We have a third-year kicker. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I, you know, I, I think we were very, very youthful, and that's kind of what what uh, is probably the the uh, thing that keeps you excited the most is we, there's a lot of talent, and a lot of speed, and a lot of youth that that needs to continue to be developed. And Charlie's no different. Charlie got uh, you know after getting off to a hot start there. Uh, to start the season, he, he hurts his thumb, you know, has uh, surgery on his thumb, misses six weeks, and then, you know, he comes right back and, and still did a good job. We didn't bust off any long, long ones, you know, like he had. I, I think certainly that, uh, um, you know, the opponents knew that too. They tried to hang the ball up a little better or get the ball out wider to kind of help limit his uh, um, opportunities to get big returns. And, and uh, but, but again, I, I thought he, he, uh, got what was blocked and, and uh, was effective really for the whole year. Brown is so explosive. I mean, man, he's got some acceleration. This dude can get zero to 60 in a heartbeat, can he? Yeah, he really can. And that's kind of what we, what we wanted to see at the end of the year. You know, uh, again, he went through a spurt there. He was really going to be the kickoff returner for our San Francisco game. And then he got hurt that week of practice, but we right. had made the decision as a, as a coaching staff, we we're going to put him back there for that game. And, and then he ends up getting uh, ends up hurting his hamstring that week, and so that kind of set him back. We had to put him on IR for four weeks, and then uh, we, we we took a couple more weeks to make sure he was back and healthy and was comfortable with playing before we you know decided to interject him because it's all it takes is one time for him to rip one, and next thing you know, because he, he's not thinking about that when he's running, he's going at full speed, and we just didn't want him to get injured again, you know, uh, something like on something like a long kickoff return play. So, and we had him back there the last four weeks or so, and, and we just didn't get an opportunity, you know, until the last game. And and uh, so it was good to see him get a chance to get his hands on the ball and, and uh, uh, for the last game. And, and you know, we, we didn't bust any big ones out, certainly in that game. We didn't block it great. Um, but, it, but it, again, he, he, he is certainly a guy that has a high ceiling that uh, anytime he has his hands on the ball, he has the opportunity to make something exciting, exciting happen. I really liked his block on Charlie's 81-yard punt return touchdown. I mean, he drove his guy off the football field. Yeah. I mean, the guy he exits him right off the field, man. He he just finished that that bad boy. You know, in, in your role, you you deal with every player uh, on the football team. Eight rookies were drafted. Eight made it. Eight contributed. A lot of them contributed on, on your on your special teams. Was this about as good a group as you've had in a while in terms of? You know what they did, and you mentioned the speed. Gosh, man, these guys can run. Yeah, I, I think it. Uh, the, the first thing is the youth. That's the first thing that pops out to me. It's just the youth. 
Um, you know, I think we had, especially a couple of critical spots on the punt team. You have at Gunner. You know, I mean, they were really rookie rookies that were main in those spots the whole season. And I, I still consider Tyson Anderson really a rookie. I know he's in his second year, but um, he, he didn't play at all as, as a rookie. He was on IR the whole year. So this is really his rookie season of playing. And we start the year with Andre Yosevash, who's never done any of this stuff at Princeton. Right. And, uh, and Tyson, who has never played Gunner. I mean, Tyson was an interior protection guy the whole year. But the way the roster shook out the last week of the year, um, you know, we had to move him out to Gunner. And so I, I thought that, uh, you know, Colt did a good job um, of, of really getting those two guys up to speed in addition to DJ Ivy. Even Chase Brown played Gunner at the end of the year. We had a ton of rookie players um, that, that played on that spot specifically um, early on. So, so youth is a big one for us. I, I, but I, I was happy overall for the most part with our execution um, and the way these guys uh, stepped up and played. Again, they tried to take it. We tried to take advantage of, of what the rules dictated to us. Like I said, I don't think it's in a great place um, with the league and, and, and how our rules are, again, specific on kickoff and kickoff return. I hope right. we can get that changed and rectified and, and make that uh, more of an exciting play again. You know, it's 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 boring for the fans. It's boring for me, frankly, as a coach, too, to have to, you know, because it's, it's out of my control a lot of times what the opponent's going to. Are they going to kick it to you? Are they not going to kick it to you? They, I mean, what's the weather going to be? You know, how much time and effort I put into game plan to kick off or kick off a turn play. I don't know what the weather's exactly going to be. I don't know what the intent of the other coach is. So I got to prepare like we're bringing all these balls and, and we're, sure. we're going to return every one of them until we don't. And so hopefully that can get fixed. So there's not as much wasted time and we just make it more exciting play. You mentioned Tyson Anderson. Unfortunately, he gets hurt. I mean, what he was a tackling machine. He ended up still leading, I think, special teams and tackles. Was he playing at a Pro Bowl level? Was he that? Yeah. Doing that yes, he was. He, he was. He was. He was playing at an impact level. I mean, at the yeah. time he was injured, he was tied for the league lead in special teams tackles. Right. At the time he was injured, and uh, which is just phenomenal for <clears throat> really essentially you're talking about a rookie player. And so the arrow is certainly pointing up for him. Hopefully he can come back from this knee injury, which I believe he will. With with the you know certainly a huge amount of resolve and uh, <clears throat> you know get himself back to where he was uh, or as close as where he was pre-injury. Um, he's a hell of a good kid. He, he, he wants to do well. Um, you know, obviously he made some plays in the preseason on defense to earn his way onto our team. He had a couple picks, I think, early on there, maybe in the Green Bay game. Right. And he earned his way, uh, you know, onto our team. And that's, you know, for a lot of these young guys, that's what it's about. It's about opportunity, you know. And uh, uh, But when you get those opportunities, you got to make good. you got to execute. you got to show to prove to – you know, not only your, to the coaches, but to the rest of the team, that, that you could be somebody you can be counted on. And he certainly did that. In addition, we had several other guys. DJ Ivy, I think, you know, it took him a while when he finally got the opportunity to play. <clears throat> you know, he came on, and unfortunately for him, he got injured, right. uh, too, just like just like Tyson did. Um, when, when it really stunk because he was really starting to come on. He was starting to get things figured out. Yeah. And uh, so hopefully those two guys can get back and get healthy and, and uh, you know, pick up where they left off. Let's talk about your your rookie punter, Robbins. I know uh, probably there was some frustration there in the early stages. I mean, to get off to a slow start, but you know, as the, you're looking at at numbers, look look back on on uh, on some of those. I mean, he ended up, you know, twenty inside the twenty, five touchbacks plus fifteen. That's that's respectable, you know. And uh, his uh, his gross was just over forty four. His net was over forty, and uh, he 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 definitely his his graph was going up as the season went along, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I, I th- yeah, I, I think it's, they started down at the bottom, certainly at the beginning. Nowhere to go but up. And I, and, no, I, I think everybody uh, felt, felt that frustration. He, uh, you know, unfortunately for him in the, in the opener, you, you know, we get blindsided by uh, by Cleveland and their defense, and and uh, you know, like he sets the rookie record. I think we punted eleven times. Yeah. In in a windy in a windy uh, rainy game. So if you're looking to try to ease a rookie in, into uh, Right. Into his career, I mean that was that was not easing into him. He got punched right in the face, and, and from the get go, and, and and Brad's a hardworking guy that it means a lot to him. Was the execution always what it needed to be? No, it certainly wasn't. And was the consistency there? No, it certainly wasn't. It's it uh, was uh, frustrating for him. It was frustrating for me. Certainly frustrating for you know a lot in some instances. But I do think that he grew immensely just in terms of of what it takes what it requires to be an NFL punter and how the, how different that is from what it is in college. You know, the college rules are so much different that your exposure to, to good returns is not the same because, you know, the difference in college football is everybody can release on the snap. The whole punt team can release as soon as the ball is snapped. And uh, so you, you hang it up in college. I mean, you're going to force a fair catch 75% of the time or more. Not that way in our league, you know, in our league, um, you know, only the gunners or the end men can release on the snap. Everybody else has got to wait till the ball's punted. So, like an offensive pass play, an interior protection guy on the punt team could be called for being illegally downfield on a punt play. They can't leave until the ball's punted. Right. So, that's the NFL's way of trying to create more returns. And uh, um, so, so Brad is a guy that we the reason we drafted him is because he can still hang it up really well. Um, he has good he had good control directionally, both right and left. That's what he showed at Michigan. Um, it was a bit inconsistent this year, this year for sure. Um, he knows he's got to work terribly hard on, on consistency and and uh, you know and, and I fully believe that he'll improve. You know, he, I think his average was forty four three on the year. If you if you yep. look at if you look, I think at Kevin Huber's average as a rookie was a forty two nine his rookie season, and, and that seems like uh, you know light years ago that that happened. Right. right. But you know, so maybe if it's an if it's an indication that you know, kind of where Kevin started, where Brad started. Hopefully, we can can keep developing them, and and Brad will have a good, you know, long productive career. You know, the, there's the old axiom that year one to year two is when players make their biggest gains because year one you kind of don't know what you don't know yet, but yep. you go through it, and then you have an off season to reflect on it and improve and all that. And I know it was for me. I mean, my my first year to second year, I mean, the light the light went on in a lot of different ways, you know. And yeah. um, it, 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 do you think? In your experience with with punters, kickers, yeah. and special teams players, does it apply to them as well? Oh, for sure. And I think especially especially for somebody like Brad, who you know yeah. he was he was a, he was on a team in college in Michigan, was fortunate enough to to play in the in the uh, playoff, and so he's playing up into January. You know, so so then his season really doesn't end at, at the end of January. He then's getting prepared for you know any All Star games that he plays in. You know, yeah. postseason All Star games. Then he gets, and then he's in preparation for the combine. And after the combine, he's doing pro days and individual workouts. And then as soon as that, here comes the draft and hits in April. And then he's into OTAs. And then so the first break he really got was the end of June. Uh, uh, you know, and he's, he gets really the, the end of June, but he's still training. It's not like he's not punting. Um, and then here comes the whole NFL season. So he really hasn't had an off season just to sit back and, yeah. and, and let his body and his mind and, and everything recover, um, since a year or since two years ago, really. So hopefully he, he needs to just take a step back, 
get his body refreshed, get his mind refreshed, hit reset, and and then be ready to go when you know we get things called back up this spring. So I, I think certainly for a rookie punter, um, you know his his gas tank gets it was running on empty, you know a long time ago, and so hopefully we can get it, he can get back to get a, a full tank of gas and hit recharge and be ready to go. So money Mac was money. I mean he did not miss under 50 yards and he was seven for 12 from 50 and beyond. And some of those were, you know, long distance. No, no question yeah. about it. This guy is special, isn't he? He is special. You know, he's, he is, uh, um, especially when you think about all the kind of things that he's been through also, he's been through, you know, two snappers, he's been through three holders, uh, in the past two years. And for him to maintain a level of consistency in his production, I think is, is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we certainly know he had he had the five walk off game winners as a rookie. We had none uh, uh, in 2022. And then we came back and, and hit a couple more this year, which is that's that's big. I, I think I've always felt that that uh, any time that you can have somebody that, that you can count on in the clutch and, and not even blink, not even, you know, the full level of confidence. And when he gets an opportunity, he's going to make it. That, that's a very, very reassuring thing as a coach, I think, is a. As, as a, for the rest of his teammates too, that everybody's got a great deal of confidence in him, and and uh, that's not shaken. It's only been solidified. You know, he was 26 of 31, as you stated. His five misses are over 50. Um, you know, we don't put him in any in, in any easy situations. We we put him in a lot of tough spots, and and I think he relishes that. I think he wants that. Um, but we 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 uh, ask him to attempt a lot attempt a lot of tough kicks, and uh, long kicks, and and he like I said, he relishes that, and he comes through. I wish he would have been a little better in the, in the, with the over 50s. He was really good at that as a rookie. Yeah. Um, you know, we asked him to do a lot of the. He, he attempted a lot of those plus 50 yarders early in the game, uh, early in games, which is which was which is difficult. You know, it, a lot of times he's like anything. You'd like to see him get into the flow of the game a little bit, get a kick or two in him. You know, before we 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 run him out there for a 55 yarder, but just, that's yeah. not the nature of the position. He's got to be ready to go at a moment's notice and and. Uh, you know, for the most part, he, he was. So I'm, I'm obviously I'm very excited that we have him. Very, I feel very fortunate we have him, and and uh, hopefully he'll can still continue to be productive. If it's uh, ambient conditions, you know, there's no wind. It's a beautiful day. And it, it, there's no uh, factor that would mm. affect his uh, his um, distances or trajectory or whatever. What's his range? I mean, what what is the limit of this guy's range in a, on a good day like that? Well, I, I, I think if you're kicking in a dome, and that's probably the most, yeah, uh, the, the most liberal place, or the, or the most where, where there's there's no effect on any, on any other external factors. Right. Um, he, he can hit from certainly over sixty. He can hit from 63, 64, mm. You know, pretty regularly. I think. Amazing. If we we can do things to change his approach a little bit, you know, I, I think Justin Tucker had one of those when he broke the NFL record. He didn't. He did not use a normal approach on that kick. It was a elongated approach so we can get more more momentum into the ball we, we do the right. same thing with evan you know <laughs> and evan evan can hit from well over you know in the upper 60s um when we do that so, but but i think in a normal course of it, it it's it's over it'll, it'll be 62 63 64 somewhere around in there i think he could hit with just normal not have to change his uh you know change his technique so obviously you are vitally important to what the Cincinnati Bengals do from a preparation standpoint for the draft. I mean, uh, the value of your contribution in, in, in this guy can play special teams. This guy, I'm not quite sure about. I mean, you, you've got your ranking. Um, 
position by position and and you've put your bat on the ball. I mean, you're batting a thousand, man. I mean, you brought some guys in here in, in draft classes that have been phenomenal from a special team standpoint. Is that process, when does that process start for you? I know you're, I know you're in the, in the stages and unfortunately a little earlier than the last couple of seasons uh, in terms of the debriefing of everything that needs to be debriefed. When do you start that process of evaluating guys to add to the team? Well, I think that'll come up here pretty quick. You know, we, we start yeah. to wait in a lot of cases for the rest for the season to be over um, so we can know exactly, you know, who all the free agents are. Um, we have a pretty good idea who those guys are going to be now. But, I mean, it'll it'll start faster. And I'm, I'd, I'd like to get out ahead. You know, I think it's been difficult the last couple of years because we have went so deep into the playoffs. I thought we've got off to a very late start with that. And so it, it becomes a cram session for us to try to, you know, not only identify rank and identify existing free agent NFL players, it also makes it difficult to get ready for, you know, just more difficult to get ready for the, the, the college draft. Um, and again, I would much rather be in that situation, you know, yeah. which tells us we've had success in our season sure. uh, than the situation we're in now. But again, it'll just give us a, it will, it'll start pretty immediately here. I'm going to take some time off here, get away, try to get away. I need to hit refresh, reset in my own mind too. We've been at this since, you know, the end of July, uh, you know, all in for a long time. Right. So right. I, need to, I need to get my own self battery recharge. It takes its toll. I need to reintroduce myself to my family again, my wife and kids and make sure they haven't forgot about me. But that, that process will start, you know, pretty quick here. We'll get a jump on things and, and try to get as much info and input as we can to you know, get the right guys in here. Yeah. It's, it's always, uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's always, heck of a process there's there's no question about it i mean um where are you gonna you're gonna head south gonna go get some fun in the sun somewhere maybe i don't know we haven't we haven't uh, gotten that far yet my wife wanted to talk about it last night and i'm like you know just give me a day here i just i, I just want a day to i just need a day down to relax and and uh uh my mom had been in town so you know monday night we kind of spent with her and because she was leaving yesterday morning and and so we were watching the national championship game, busy talking to her. And, and uh, so it really wasn't a night off. Right. Um, we, we were still pretty engaged with that. So I told her, I just, just give me one night. We'll, we'll talk about it today. You know, I, I've got a son who's, uh, who he's involved in, in winter lacrosse. So I think we have a tournament to tournament to go to this weekend. So it's, we're, I'm not off this weekend. <laughs> we're, we're, we're right back into family mode again, which is great. I love, I love that part of it. I love watching my kids compete and, and do their thing too. So we'll, we'll, we'll get something figured out here. So coach, uh, let's get you out of here on this uh, 17 games. Uh, and I know bottom line, it's like, okay, average drive start. We want to win field position. Uh, we got an advantage on an average drive start uh, basis for this football game, 12 possessions. If it's a 10 yard differential, that's over a football field, 120 hidden yards, or whatever. From that standpoint, from a hidden yard standpoint, and just an overall, when you evaluate, how you did on a game-by-game -game basis, how many of the 17 games do you feel like we actually won that football game from a special team standpoint? Um, that's a difficult thing to say, you know, now, again, just because I go back to the way the rules are, yeah. you know, this kickoff, kickoff return deal, it, you know, we've, we've made this into a punt, punt return game and, uh, and, right. a, and a long field goal game. So it, it, we, we've kind of eliminated a little bit. So it's, it's very difficult to answer because I, I just don't feel like we, you know, uh, it, it's more difficult to directly affect the outcome of the game the way it is now. You know, we, we have, 
and, and also with the advent of with as much attention as we pay to, to analytics, you know, we, we go for it more on fourth down. We, uh, um, uh, you know, we're, like I said, we're attempting longer field goals. Um, but, you know, it's, it's interesting if we have, you know, any, really we, we range probably anywhere from 22 to 33 or 34 plays. And, you know, <laughs> frankly, if, if you let, let's say there's four or five touchbacks for each or six touchbacks, whatever, on each team. I mean, you're, you're talking about 12 plays out of uh, it's a, over a third of the plays that, that kind of, you know, in the end don't matter. I mean, it, it, yeah. so that, that becomes very difficult. It's, it's a very difficult question for me to answer this year. Like I said, I'm, I'm hopeful I can have a better answer for you maybe a year from now. But there's a couple things. That, there's a couple games I think we had a, 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 you know, direct impact in the outcome of the game, whether it's, you, you know, like the San Francisco game, for instance, you know, Trayvon has an explosive kickoff return to start the game. Yep. You know, we have a 50-yard kickoff return, in, which really uplifts our team. You know, I, I, we knew San Francisco was a, was a very good team. They'd won a bunch of games in a row at home. And then, you know, to punch them in the mouth on the very first play of the game, I, I, I think, knocked them back. And we never really looked back after that. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to think that there's just little splash plays like that that, you know, have a direct effect. Unlike that, but it's just it's been more difficult to really put your hand on or a finger or thumb on on how many games that really was just because I think the, the way the rules are the way the league is the way our league is is, is affected the rules it, it's it's uh, made it more difficult. Well, coach, you had another another phenomenal year. The Bengals are very, very fortunate to be able to have you as a member of their coaching staff. And I love to talk to the young special teams players throughout the season and and ask them about you. And man, it is, it is so universal coach. Your players love you, man. They respect the heck out of you. They're like coaches. So detail uh, oriented, man. And, and, and we really appreciate it. We respect, he gets the best out of us. And I mean, it's uh, the, th- th- that's trust and respect the two big things, man, between players and coaches. And you've got it all from your players. There's no doubt about it. Uh, they think the world of you. Well, I appreciate that. That means a lot. That's the reason you do this. And it's the reason I do as a coach is, you know, I think my job is to develop the back half of the roster, develop the players who are who are not starters offensively or defensively. And in right. some of these guys, and it's becoming more and more, you know, uh, as we go here, come into our league and come to our team less and less prepared to be uh, to be what it is. You know, Andre Yoshivash. And it's not it's not, it's not a fault of um anybody where he came from. It's just a fact. I mean, he didn't yeah. play much. He, he really yeah. didn't do any of that type of stuff. Right. Different from maybe somebody like Jordan Battle. I mean, Jordan Battle did it a lot. You know, he, he played a lot of special teams in his career at, at Alabama. So they, they come in at different levels and trying to get, you know, all these guys married up and, and all thinking the same way is a task in its own and getting them to believe and understand how important it is um, and, and how you can affect the game, you know, I think is uh, – even though they may not be playing offensively, defensively, yes, you can still affect the game. And and here's how you have to do it. And these guys, that's all they want to do. They want to play. They want to. They want to be an integral part. They want to be a productive part of the team. And uh, you know, we got a hell of a group of guys, uh, the scouts, the coaches. We've all done a good job of identifying the types of players that we want on our team. And I, I think that's really that's really evolved here over time. And we, we've got a great group of guys. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get back to work with them when that time comes. Coach, I, you know, successful coaches, in, in my mind, have two traits. Their ability to communicate and their, your, the ability to 
build relationships with people, you know, be people persons as such. And you've got both of those in spades, man. And to me, and to me, that's what a head coach has to be in the national football league. And there's some openings out there. And, and I've always said, Aaron Simmons, man, would be a hell of an NFL head coach. Uh, but I, I, I'm glad you're a special team slash assistant head coach with the Cincinnati Bengals coach because there's nobody better and we appreciate your time. Well, I'm happy to be here. You know that I've always been very fond of my my situation here and, and, and uh, very fond and I always enjoy talking with you. And, and uh, you know, this is a good organization to be a part of. It's a good, it's a good core group. And, and uh, you know, we just got to have some things fall our way and we'll, we'll be back to where we need to be or where we want to be next year. I agree, man. This this team's got the makings of being elite. There's no doubt. Yep, I agree. Have a great one. Okay, Lap. Thanks. Appreciate your time as always. Appreciate you, Bob. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self motivation leadership and appreciating your teammates are key at first star logistics you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family build your future by working hard like i did you'll see results both on and off the field call first star logistics today and be part of our winning team